This is Novel Marketing, the show for novelists who aren't necessarily fond of marketing, but still want to become best-selling authors. Episode 145. I'm James L. Rubart, but you can call me Jim. I'm Thomas Umstead Jr. And in this episode, we're going to talk about how to create a reader magnet. A reader magnet, some people call it a lead magnet, oftentimes in the business world, is an immediate reward readers get for subscribing to your email newsletter. And as you know, Thomas and I are very uh, passionate about building that email list. So Thomas, um, before we dive in, can we talk just real briefly about your uh, Darth Vader imitation <laughs> that's, that's going on? Yeah. So on our way back from Hawaii, uh, as, as you all know, I spoke in Hawaii on marketing. Uh, my wife picked up a cold from somebody in the airport or something, you know, when you're in an airport in an international airport, you have no idea what you're catching. And so about the time I recovered from jet lag, I had one good day of work and then I got the cold from her and it hit me harder than any cold has hit me in my adult life. It was so bad. There's like fun sick where you're, you know, watching TV and then there's, uh, miserable sick where you're curled in a ball in your bed asking about your purpose in the world and why you're on this planet and like having an existential <laughs> crisis and wondering if you're going to die. And I was definitely in that latter camp. So I'm a little better now, or I'm actually a lot better now, but I'm still not better. So just forgive the voice. I'm going to try to have good energy for this episode. And um, we did, we talked about um, lead magnets a little bit in episode 129. We talked about short stories and we said, oh, these would be a great thing to give away to people as a reward for signing up for your newsletter. But we never explained how to do it. And I was helping a client the other day and I was like, oh yeah, we have a guide on how to do this. And I looked and we don't have an episode on this. And so I'm like, we need to fix this. So anyway, uh, let's, let's do that. But first we have a sponsor, uh, Jim. We do have a sponsor, my book table is our sponsor of this episode. And they provide a, a way to quickly and easily build an online bookstore on your WordPress website. So this is specifically for WordPress, but I'm guessing most of you have WordPress websites. And you can use this, my book table, you can use it to rank number one on Google for your book, which will boost your book sales on sites like Amazon and Barnes and Noble, et cetera, et cetera. And you can get it for the low, low price of free at mybooktable.com. And Novel Marketing patrons, if you are a patron, you can save 25% on the pro version. There is a pro version, paid version of My Book Table. So anyway, go to mybooktable.com. You can get all the information on it. And if you have a WordPress website, I would encourage you highly to check that out. All right, so let's talk about what a lead magnet is or a reader magnet. We're going to use these terms interchangeably. Uh, I'm from the business world, or I do a lot of work with businesses, and so we've always called them lead magnets. Um, I think Mark Dawson started calling them reader magnets, and um, it's a clever name for this, although it's a little misleading because this isn't about attracting strangers to become readers per se. Uh, a, a lead magnet is about attracting people who are readers and getting them on your email list. You may be able to get strangers to sign up for a lead magnet, um, but it's more importantly, have, what, what, what's, what's more valuable, a email list of readers or an email list of strangers? You want to get your readers first. And if you can get strangers too, that's great. But somebody who's already paid to read one of your books is the warmest audience for a future episode. So, um, and I've actually put together an example 
lead magnet specifically for this episode. So you can go through this process and I'll be going through this process uh, between when we record this and when this episode goes live. But Thomas, let me, let me jump in just for a second and, yeah. and mention something that um, I'd never thought about until a, a number of years ago. And that is, I always thought, ah, well, they read one of my books, they'll, they'll read them all. And it's not the case. I was actually listening to a lecture by a New York Times bestselling author, multiple, multiple New York Times bestselling author with 30 books out. And so he he asked a question he, to this crowd. He said, hey, how many of you have read at least one of my books? And all the hands went up. Hey, how many of you have read? And he's got 30 books out. Keep in mind. How many of you have read, you know, five of my books? And about half the hands were up. How many of you have read all of my books? Like there were two hands that went up and I realized people get busy and they forget. And it's like, oh yeah, that's right. If you're not in front of them and reminding them, hey, I have a book out, um, they're going to forget. And so Thomas's point about you got to get your readers, you got to get them first. It, it, it's absolutely critical. Yeah. And, and building a big email list is the biggest driver if, of hitting bestseller lists and of selling books. Uh, we talk about this all the time, but you know, people are like, how do I sell more books? have a bigger email list. How do you build a bigger email list? Well, one way that helps is to have a good lead magnet. So um, I put one together, uh, except it wasn't me. Uh, it was one of my students who uh, listened to me speak for a week. Uh, so have you ever watched a YouTube video where like as somebody speaking, there's this like hand and it's drawing an outline with like figures and pictures of the speaker. Um, and you know, it's this really kind of beautiful graphic that's created. Uh, well, one of my students did that. Like the whole time I was speaking, she was taking notes on an iPad and like did graphics and outlines and like drew. It was, it was amazing. And that was just how she took notes. And I was like, could you send those to me? And so she, I have them. Her name is uh, Kayla Norris. And um, I will share my outline of all of what I taught for a week. So you get a summary of a week's worth of my training on how to sell more books uh, in summary, beautiful graphic form for free. All you have to do is go to episode 145 um, of novel marketing forward slash 145, and there will be a sign up form that you'll sign up for. And then it, you will get this delivered to you after you sign up on the sign up form. Now, that is an example of a, of a reader magnet, this, you know, PDF. It's not, you know, expensive for me to give this to you. And this one is wonderful because Kayla did an amazing job. I didn't even have to make it. Um, and what will happen you'll get added to our email list when you sign up for that. Now, uh, we are not going to talk too much about what to use as a lead magnet. If you write novels, the best thing in general is to just write a short story. Um, there's a We may do an episode uh, for nonfiction folks in the future of other things because there's a whole list of like, you know, top 10 lists and tip sheets and guides and, you know, you know, white papers and all kinds of things for nonfiction. But first for fiction, it's mostly just... Uh, you know, a small sample of your writing a short story format. Uh, so anyway, this is free. You'll get to go through the process, but here's the catch. You have to do it in the next month. So with our free giveaways that we do from time to time, they're only free for a month and then they're patrons only after that. Uh, so uh, you have to get it in the month of July uh, 2018 or become a patron for those of you listening in the future. It's only $2 a month. So um, anyway, let's let's get on with how to do it. Hey Thomas, before I, I before you get into that real quick, Kayla, I uh, Thomas actually had me Skype in, and I taught a session on writing back cover copy for his students in Hawaii. And Kayla sent me her notes 
from my session. And when I got this, I thought, you've got to be kidding me. This is artwork. Really, folks, this is it, beautiful. I mean, it, it's just so amazing that she has that gifting. So, yes, it is worth uh, for the content, but also to see just artistically how someone expresses themselves. Yeah, I'm, I may hire Kayla in the future to do an animated version because uh, it's really cool. And anyway, I'm, I'm really thankful uh, for her for doing that. Um, all right, so let's talk about how to actually make the lead magnet. And uh, the first step is to figure out what people want. This is, uh, in some senses, the most important step because if you get this one wrong, it's kind of like if you're buttoning a shirt and if you get the buttons out of order, all the buttons, all the other buttons are out of order after that. So it doesn't matter any of what the rest of this is if you create something people don't care about. And um, so you need to, you know, ask your readers what they want from you. You know, what could you give them that would be interesting? Another thing is you can check your uh, Google Analytics if you write nonfiction, like what blog posts are really popular. Sometimes if you have like a blog post series where these three posts uh, are super popular, you bundle those together in a nice PDF, that could be a, a good... Um, an ebook or uh, in another way is to listen to what people are asking you for. So if everyone is asking you, you know, what happened to Joe and Sally, you know, these minor characters in your book, you know, what happened to them? And you don't talk about it because the book, the main thrust of the story wasn't about them. Well, write a short story about Joe and Sally. And now you've got a lead magnet that you know is going to resonate uh, with your audience. The second tip is, or the second step is to write a compelling pitch for the lead magnet. This is a, an example of why somebody should download this. Jim, why is this important? You you have to hook them in. You have to grab them. Uh, it's obvious to say this, but we are being hammered by so many things in culture uh, every instant. So your title has to make them go, got to know more, got to go no more so that they will, so that title grabs them. It's just like a book, right? The title of the book has to grab them. Then the back cover copy has to grab them and then they have to go inside the book and start reading it and saying, Ooh, this really looks interesting. I need to know more. Well, think of your pitch as it's a, it's a mini book. You have to have a title where they go, Ooh, that's going to solve a problem or that's going to answer a question that's been pounding in my brain. Then you go to the little blurb. It's like, Ooh, it does solve the problem. In fact, it solves a, Oh, but I got to download it to really get the answer to this this question that's that's pounding around in my brain. And then that compels them to read the full page pitch. Oh, it's going to solve this and this and this. It's going to do this and this and this for me. Or as Thomas indicated, it will answer this question that I've been wondering. For example, I have a book that I am going to develop um, it, this for. It's a question that I get about this book more than any other question from readers. Well, I'm going to develop that into, here's the long explanation of, of what this is. All you have to do is sign up for my newsletter list and I'll give this to you. And uh, you may be like, do I have to, you know, write a book title and a blurb and, you know, back cover copy for a short story? And the answer is yes, you need to do it for a short story. Uh, you don't necessarily need to hire it out, but it needs to be good enough. And this is great practice, by the way, yeah. of learning how to write a good title, learning how to write a great blurb. And um, I was I was working with a client and she was giving away a Bible reading plan as a you know, lead magnet. She does Bible studies. It was a perfect lead magnet for her audience. And, uh, you know, it was a two page PDF with, you know, boxes on what to do each day. It's like a calendar. And I was like, we need to create a graphic for this. And she's like, it's only a 
two page PDF? Do you really need a graphic? And it's not about how long it is because this is like a six week plan that you're going through. Like this is a lot of value that she's giving you and a lot of work went into it. And you need to be able to represent what it looks like visually. So when we were done, she had this cool graphic and it's now a three page plan. So pan page one was the you know cover so to speak and then she had the two pages of her lead magnet and uh, you'll you want to put that together and you're actually doing this before uh, you're going to notice actually writing the short story is or creating the lead magnet is later <laughs> so you're writing the pitch first uh, because remember the most important thing with the lead magnet is to get people to sign up and that pitch has got to be good uh, so step three is uh, a com create a compelling graphic so you need to express visually what this is. You need a book cover. So you don't just need a title and a blurb. Uh, you need a book cover. Now you don't need to go and spend a million dollars on a, you know, the same quality book cover necessarily. You can get, you know, a cheap book cover off of Fiverr. We're going to recommend Fiverr several times actually on this. Um, but, uh, you know, Fiverr has people who will do quick and dirty book covers for you for 20 bucks. Uh, and they're, good. They're not amazing. They're not good enough for you, like the book that you spent all year working on, but for a short story that you put together, it's probably better than what you could do, uh, depending on how talented you are. And it's fast because you don't have to do it yourself. Uh, so Fiverr hat and there are like hundreds of graphic designers who do this on Fiverr and you can take your pick and you can see samples of their work. And some of them are expensive. Some of them are cheap, but a good compelling graphic is so important. Just like a book cover is important. I don't know. I don't, Jim, do we don't, do we don't really need to explain why the graphics important? I think people will believe us. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Step four. Do you anything else on step three? Um, no, ex ex except to say we always have these links in the show notes. So if you're saying, oh, I'm listening to this, I don't have a chance to write this down, you can go there um, and, and get the links. If you've never heard of Fiverr, for example, again, we'll have the links there to make it easy for you. That's right. And the Fiverr link, some of these are affiliate links, and the Fiverr link is an affiliate link. So you'll give me a little bit of Fiverr credit if you click it, which is nice. Um all right, which actually I use a lot of my Fiverr money on making stuff for our novel marketing listeners. So uh, help me help you. Uh, all right, step. So, okay, real quick summary. Step one, figure out what people want. Step two, write a compelling pitch. Step three, create a compelling graphic. Step four is you want to pick a delivery system. So you need to decide once somebody signs up for your email list, how will the um, lead magnet be delivered to them? And there's different ways to do this. So the easiest way is on the um, in MailChimp, there's a thank you for subscribing to our email newsletter email that goes out. That's the confirmation email. And that is a customizable email for you. So you can go into MailChimp and you, or whatever your email service is. Most of them let you customize this email. And you can add information to that. So the first lead magnet I ever did the thank you page uh, or the thank you email from MailChimp had the cover, you know, the graphic that we designed in step three and it had a link and they click on it and it would take them to a page on our website that had the lead magnet on it. Now, if you're giving a PDF or an MP3 uh, or something like that, you can link directly to the PDF or the MP3 um, in that email and it will start the download immediately uh, for them. So you can cut the step of going to a page on your website out altogether. Another way to do this is to have it be as a drip sequence. So if you were to go to Author Media now and sign up, uh, 
the re reward. We have a reward that's given to you in the thank you email, but we have a second reward that's given to you in a series of drip emails that come over the next two or three weeks. And they come every two or three days. And we've gotten really great feedback from those emails. Um, now, if you're delivering a short story, ultimately you want to get that short story onto someone's e-reader, onto their Kindle. And most people have no idea how to load a PDF onto their Kindle. And depending on how they do it and how it's done, it's not necessarily an ideal reading experience, depending on how the PDF is created and depending on how the how they load it. And so ideally, you want to give them a Kindle file. And um, there are some tools to help you do that. So let's start with the expensive one. Instafreebie is $20 a month. Uh, and it uh, handles all of the technical aspects of this, regardless of what e-reader they're on. So whether they're on Kindle or something else, uh, Instafreebie will help you with that. BookFunnel has a plan uh, that starts at $20 a year. So it's quite a bit cheaper. Uh, then InstaFreebie, it does the same thing. And then there's a free service called Story Origin that does the same thing for free. So um, I'd recommend starting with Story Origin uh, and see. And if you need the advanced features of BookFunnel or InstaFreebie, you can go with that. But Story Origin is is free and the free version they have is there's no limits. So it's, the, it's like the full uh, featured version of BookFunnel, InstaFreebie. Uh, so it's very, really powerful. And again, we have a link to that in the show notes. So just scroll down in your podcast app and you'll have a link to story origin. Uh, and those each have their own steps. Uh, if y'all are interested, we could maybe do an episode on book funnel or story origin specifically. Uh, let us know. Um, all right, let's go on to step five is actually create the lead magnet itself. So uh, your lead magnet is going to start off as a word doc. You don't want to give your Word doc away to people. Savvy people are going to be able to take your Word doc and see older versions. Uh, there's personal information about you that Microsoft puts into that Word document that you may not want them to get, including even like potentially your address and your phone number. And there's all kinds of Word documents are not really to be shared with strangers. Um, and they can, there's a lot of reason not to do that because people also often have trouble reading them depending on what kind of device they're on. So you want to at least create a PDF, but ideally you want to make ebook files. And there's uh, several different ways to do that. The easiest way to do this, and if you already have it, Vellum is a great tool. It's amazing. Everyone I know who has Vellum raves about it. In fact, in Hawaii, somebody was had Vellum and they were talking about how I used to pay somebody hundreds of dollars to do this. Now I can do it in five <laughs> minutes with Vellum. It's so great. Um, the downside of Vellum is that it's $200, $250, and it's only for Mac. So it's not really worth buying if you're just using it for an ebook. Uh, the next tool is Caliber. This is the like free open source version of an ebook maker. Uh, the downside with uh, Caliber or Calibre, never sure what the official pronunciation of that is. You can see the spelling in the show notes. Um, is that it's it's really clunky and kludgy to use. It's, it was not designed to be easy or approachable. Um, what I'd actually recommend is to hire somebody on Fiverr to put it through Vellum if you don't have Vellum. Uh, for $5, somebody will run your book through Vellum and give you the ebook files. <laughs> so, And then you don't have to learn, worry about learning anything. Uh, that's the real easy way to do this, <laughs> in my opinion. And that's what I would do. I would just um, hire somebody on Fiverr with good reviews and have them uh, make the actual files for me. Jim, any thoughts? Fiverr can be an amazing resource for you because a lot of times what happens with Fiverr is they'll do it for five bucks and then you'll find out this person has other services. Essentially what people on Fiverr are trying to do is entice you 
for a very low price and then they will offer their services to you. So you actually never know who you're going to find on Fiverr. Not all the time and maybe not a lot of the time, but every now and then you'll find a resource on there that can help you with other things as well. So if you have not checked out Fiverr, it is definitely a resource uh, resource worth poking around on. Yeah. Um, all right. Step six is to add the signup form to your website. Uh, the most effective way to do this is with a pop-up. When we added a pop-up to Author Media, uh, we saw our subscriptions go up tenfold, so one thousand percent increase. And there is a way to do pop-ups that's not annoying, and the key is to use a professional pop-up tool uh, where they don't pop all the time and they don't pop right away. So what you want to do is you want to set them up where they pop only after a delay and only for certain people. So I like to do it where it only pops after thirty seconds, and um, it. You know, only if they hide it, it stays hidden for, you know, 14 days or 30 days or something like that. And it is incredibly effective. Um, another way to do this is to create a landing page or a squeeze page. We'll talk more about this in the next step. Uh, and then a blog post. Uh, so, you know, what do I blog about? Well, when you release a new lead magnet, that's a perfect blog post. In fact, you could even use your blog post about how amazing your new short story is as your landing page you know, for the next step. Um, the tool that I like and the one I currently use for creating signup forms is called Bloom, and you can use it to add signup forms to individual uh, posts. It's what we're going to use uh, for the example uh, lead magnet. The outline of all of my uh, marketing talks is a Bloom signup form, so you can see how it looks there. You can use it for pop-ups. It gives you really good um, uh, rules, you know, so you can set you know, the criteria on what pages does it pop, what pages does it not pop. And um, it's what the other thing I like about it is that it comes bundled with elegant themes. So if you listen to our last episode and you've got Divi, well, you have Bloom too. <laughs> so it comes bundled in and we'll have links if you want to get uh, Bloom in the show notes. Uh, but uh, I've used a lot of services. I really like Bloom. The one thing I wish Bloom has that it doesn't have is it doesn't have um, an exit intent uh, pop-up. So when somebody's planning to leave a page, that intent is very obvious with their cursor and you can have that be an instance to trigger the pop-up. Bloom doesn't have that. Uh, and because of patent issues, uh, they'll, it'll never have it. They're, Elegant Themes is too valuable of a company to get into a patent dispute. So the other companies that, that offer that uh, are supposedly violating a patent to offer it, but they're so small, they're not worth suing. Um, but Elegant Themes is too established. So they have to follow the, the rules there, uh, which is unfortunate. Um, Jim, what are your thoughts on pop-ups? I hate them and they work. And not only, I mean, they, there's been times when I've been on websites where I consciously thought, oh, I should have signed up for something and not gone back. And other times when it's popped up and even though it's annoying and I know what they're doing to me, it'll say things like, oh no, I don't want to stay informed about things to do in the great outdoors. But yeah, I do. And I'll click and sign up. So they work, they work, they work. It goes back to Sam. I am. How many times did Sam close once? No, he asked the question again and again and again. And that's, that's simply the science of sales and marketing. You have to ask the question and a pop-up as annoying as it is, it does work. And you also can have it, but not pop in the middle of the page, but Bloom has options where it kind of pops in the corner or pops along the bottom and other ways that are less intrusive. So you can make it as intrusive as you want uh, with Bloom. It's it's very powerful. And, you know, even something subtle where it just pops or kind of 
slides up after 30 seconds in the bottom right corner of your website, you'll see has a huge improvement in performance over something inside of a widget on a sidebar. All right, so that is, uh, you add the setup form. Step seven is you promote the lead magnet. So once you have something to give away, you have to let people know about it. Now, you get all the people who are normally coming to your website, you get them for free, but you might consider buying advertisements uh, for your um, lead magnet on you know sites like Facebook or, or other sites like that. Uh, another thing you could do is you could put a link to your lead magnet in your book. So Jim, you did this. Uh, tell us about that. Yeah, I, re I actually recently did this. I got the rights back to my first three novels. And in my first novel, Rooms, this is not a spoiler, but um, my main character, Micah Taylor, he starts playing guitar again. He put it aside for a number of years. He starts playing guitar again and realizes how much he loves it. So he starts recording these songs. And so I recorded one of the songs I've written because I play guitar and my nephew helped me record it. And so I have this cool song, the type of song, and I did this intentionally, the type of song that my protagonist in my book would write and play. And so at the end of rooms, you can click on this link where you can download that song for free and listen to this song that I created. And it's been extremely effective. A lot of people downloading that song and MailChimp makes it really easy to do. I don't have to pay MailChimp anything. I can load the song there. So you click on that link in the back of the ebook rooms right now, and you can download the song. You can listen, you can actually listen to it online or you can download the song. The requirement is of course that you sign up for my newsletter. And so that's a, you know, a different way, a creative way, not just a short story, but something different. And so I would encourage you to think about your interests or your hobbies, or yes, short stories are great, but what can you do that's even more creative? And this might sound kind of, kind of cliche, but my gosh, some of you are going to create that recipe that's secret to you. And it's the traditional, you know, 4th of July recipe, and you're going to give them that recipe. Um, and you're going to link to that in the back of the book. So think what things you already do. Maybe you are a musician. Maybe you're an artist. Uh, don't know, but take those things that you're good at that maybe somebody isn't good at and take it up a notch, not just a short story like everyone else is doing, but do something that makes you stand out. And if you want to see an example of Jim's landing page, which he actually built his landing page or his squeeze page, and this is actually a squeeze page. Uh, he built it in MailChimp's new landing page building tool, which they didn't have uh, when I was a kid. So this is a brand new, or they, they uh, recently overhauled it. Uh, so you can check that out. We'll have a link to that in the show notes. And what makes a landing page a squeeze page is the fact that there is only one thing to do on that page. So if you go to this page, there are no links. He doesn't have a link to his website. He doesn't say, oh, here are my other books. There's only one thing to do. And that is you sign up for the list. And that's what makes it a squeeze page. It squeezes people to that one action. And for this kind of page, that's exactly what he wants. He doesn't want all those buttons. There's been a lot of split testing on this. And sometimes, you know, wrapping a page with lots of buttons to other things just gives people ways of getting distracted. And then their phone rings and then they never take action when they would have if you'd have just made it simple. All right. So final step is step. So real quick, uh, figure out what people want. Step one. Step two, uh, write a compelling pitch. Step three is create a compelling graphic. Step four, pick a delivery system. Five, create the lead magnet. Six, add a sign up to your website. Uh, seven is promote the lead magnet. And then finally, eight is measure. So watch your analytics. And this, this is the fun part because you get to see your numbers go up. 
and uh, you can also watch your MailChimp numbers. And as you create multiple lead magnets, you'll be able to see what's more effective and what's less effective. And one of the things that I like about Bloom is that it allows you to see analytics on a per signup form basis. So you can actually see exactly how many signups came from your pop-up as opposed to the form that you embedded with a short code into your blog post. You can see which is more effective. And um, uh, so it's really nice in that regard. And for us with Novel Marketing, we occasionally do these free giveaways for our listeners. Bloom will give us a report and we can see which giveaways are more popular. Uh, you know, so maybe both episodes got the same number of downloads, but one giveaway got twice as many signups as another. Uh, and I will say, uh, for those of you who have already signed up in the show notes for this episode is going to be a link to download as, uh, so you don't have to sign up again. Um, if you're a novel marketing insider, you get all of our giveaways emailed to you automatically, although you do need to download them in the first month. So just click the email and download it. And anyway, I hope this has been helpful on how uh, to create a lead magnet. And I really encourage you to make one. Uh, if, if for no other reason, if, if this episode has kind of helped push you over the edge to create a lead magnet, really do encourage you uh, to do that. Uh, Bloom's not the only service for adding pop-ups uh, to your website. There's a lot of different ones that will do this or sign-up forms to your website. There's a lot of other ones that will do this. Uh, the best ones though do cost money and some of them are really expensive. Um, so anyway, um, you can do your research on that. I used to use Pippity Pop-Up. Uh, they used to be good. They're now, uh, they're sort of good. I, I still use them on author media, but they're not what I use on anything new. <laughs> so anyway, uh, featured patron. Um, so our feature, our featured patron this week is Carrie Dawes. And the book that she would love us to talk about is the Embers series. Here's the description. Inspector Cassandra McCarthy never thought she'd be raising her two daughters alone, but her husband's unexpected death forced her to find a career. Now, working beside a retired special ops soldier and veteran fireman, she loves what she does and trusts God to provide until a hurricane and a series of unexplained fires hit too close to home. What will it cost Cassandra to protect the citizens of Silver Heights? All right. Thank you so much, uh, Carrie, for being a patron of Novel Marketing. If We have a few slots open. If you want to hear your uh, book featured on our podcast, go to uh, novelmarketing.com and click become a patron level. We have different patron levels that come with different perks. Uh, one of the perks is a Q&A episode every month where we answer your questions. And we just released our Q&A episode uh, for June, a little bit late because of my cold. And I apologize for that. But uh, we do want to know uh, what you think. In fact, feel free to post in the comments um, a link to your lead magnet if you have one. And uh, who knows, maybe for the first few folks, uh, Jim and I will give you feedback. Um, so go to novelmarketing.com forward slash 145 uh, if you'd like feedback on your lead magnet. This has been James L. Rubart and Thomas Umstadt Jr. on the Novel Marketing Podcast, giving you novel ideas on how to promote yourself and your writing offline, online, and everywhere in between. Thank you so much for listening.